game on. It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello and welcome back to Wolverines Weekly, our first episode for the winter sports season. A whole bunch of action has already happened with all of the programs and we're going to get a full recap from Activities Director Norm Gallant along with WDC coaches when we return on Wolverines Weekly. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant. He returns to preview our winter sports with us. Hey, Norm, how's it going? Outstanding. It's great. <laughs> welcome back in for uh, the winter sports season. And there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, including something that just happened uh, in wrestling uh, Thursday night. They had their uh, uh, a meet, and then now they have uh, a whole tournament going on Saturday. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. So we had on Thursday night, we hosted Border West and Roseau. Uh, Border West, of course, the section team, Wheaton, Herman, Norcross, Clinton, Graceville, Beardsley. I think I got them all, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, split with them, lost to uh, uh, Border West, but uh, ended up beating Roseau. So that's a nice win for us. And uh, just nice. We've got 36 kids out, uh, five girls. Um, I- exciting. Good Good younger kids coming. It was a great atmosphere at the WDC Elementary Gym last night, and a um, lot of fun. And now getting ready for uh, the tournament you have coming up uh, Saturday today. So, uh, I mean, how how excited are you for that, and just how big of a how big of a tournament is this for Wadena Deer Creek? Sure. Um, since since I've been here, um, I, I believe this tournament's been going since about eighty seven or eighty eight, but. Uh, really, I, I started in Wadena Deer Creek in 1998, and ever since then, it's it's been probably the premier first weekend of the year tournament, and this year's no exception. We've got state-ranked teams, teams coming out of the state tournament, teams in the section finals. Uh, highlights, of course, would be uh, United North Central, who was a state tournament team last year. Um, Thief River Falls, a uh, state tournament team. Pequot Lakes Pine River Bacchus, a section finalist last year. Um, Bertha Hewitt, Verndale, Parker's Prairie, one of the better programs in our, in our neck of the woods lately. I believe they were in the section finals, if memory serves. Yep. And then, um, you know, Brainerd expects to be really good this year and in the section finals. Uh, Staples Motley hired uh, former head coach Jim Jackson from uh, Apple Valley. And uh, they look to be very much improved. They've got a good young core. Um, so really, uh, Badger Greenbush Middle River, another team that's that's always competitive. So uh, looking forward to a, a really a nice mix of uh, quality state place winners and uh, state contenders. And we've always said if you place here, you got a good shot at going to the state tournament. And a big tournament, uh, beginning of the season, uh, hosting it here at, at uh, Wadena Deer Creek. And... Uh, it's a good opportunity, like you said, to kind of bellwether where wrestlers are at in their se- uh, at the beginning of the season. And this is a Wadena Deer Creek Wolverines team that's looking to uh, take that next step. And I know uh, in uh, another year with Coach Wallum uh, at the helm, uh, what are you looking forward to with this year's wrestling squad? Uh, just improvement and improvement every day, improvement every meet. Um, you know, this is the first year he's had seniors. Uh, we we had some classes that flat out didn't have a lot of wrestlers, and uh, he's got some seniors in the lineup, which is exciting. I, I really look for Colby Endress to have a great year. 
Uh, Mason Brock, not a senior, a sophomore, but a, a couple-time state entrant. Uh, I expect him to have a, a very good year. He he uh, had a tough match last night, uh, kind of beating a kid and ended up not going his way. But, uh, you know, I think he's an outstanding young wrestler. And I really liked what I saw throughout the lineup. Uh, you got some scrappers in there. Um, you know, the results uh, from a win-loss perspective, uh, it's going to take some time. But I, I really like what I see throughout the lineup and, and uh, just what they're doing I, I really liked the JV last night. It was nice to see uh, our elementary coaches have really done an outstanding job, and it's kind of fun. Those are a lot of the kids that, that I got to coach. Um, you know, the, uh, Tony Wegscheid, Zach Snyder, uh, Paul Hunky, uh, lots of others. So I'm not trying to slight anybody, but those those guys come to mind. Is um, It's fun to see those second and third and fourth generation wrestlers now coming through and uh, really looking forward to seeing where this this program goes and uh, it, you know this year we've got five girls so we're up from one up to five and hopefully that continues to grow as well. And you talk about that girls wrestling uh, second year now with the state tournament uh, being official uh, being sanctioned by the high school league how important is that second year and what are you looking forward to with the growth of the girls wrestling program? Yeah, it's a lot of fun right now. Um, you know, as I look around the state and just around this area, I see um, my, my buddy Paul Frisch from, from Wheaton Herman Norcross. His daughter is wrestling this year. And uh, Matt Clark up at uh, Park Rapids, his daughter's wrestling. Rance Bars, his daughter's wrestling in Bemidji. And so I, I think that's kind of the grassroots of it. Um, you know, um, as as wrestling people's daughters kind of get into this and and uh, you know and then like Madeline last year had a lot of success here at Wadena Deer Creek and you know the girls see that and think wow that that's a pretty cool deal so hopefully that continues to grow and uh, you know I guess I would like to see at some point where we have uh, just straight girls duels I think that would be great and this year the high school league is allowing us to go to four girls only tournaments in addition to all of the boy girl dates the regular boys dates and uh, I think that's a great step and I think the high school league did a great job by having the girls tournament right with the boys so uh, Minnesota wrestling could kind of showcase everything that's happening so um, they've done a great job with it I hope it continues to grow and uh just gets better and better. And now looking, uh, going from the mat, we're going to the rank, talking a little bit about the boys hockey team. Coach Woods uh, and company had a great uh, year last year, and now they're looking to, to take another step forward this season. What are your expectations? What are you kind of looking forward to out of that group? Yeah, I think uh, for a number of years they've just kind of been building and building to this point. Um, we've got 10 seniors, which is a, a great number, and... Uh, you know, I, I like, as a as a guy that coaches football and as an activities director, I like seeing all of the, the two- and three-sport athletes out there. I, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed the football season, and now it's a springboard to, to go and watch the, uh, you know, I got to watch Evan Lundy, who I got to watch all fall play football, and MJ Lundy, and Cole Woods, and Eric Benson, and Gunnar Olson. I mean, it's it's fun to see these kids that are involved in multiple things throughout the year. Um, you know, just kind of going through that group that I just mentioned, um, all 
three sport athletes, whether it's uh, football, ba- uh, hockey, and baseball, football, hockey, and golf. They're they're all involved throughout the whole year, and that just makes all of our programs better. And you know, we've we've kind of ramped up the schedule. We'll be playing Providence Academy today, which, like uh, we've talked about before, anytime you see a a private school or something with an academy behind it, you know that uh, maybe a different level than we're used to playing. And, uh, you know, I think we're ready for that. And I think it just makes us better in our conference and section. And you mentioned that getting a Providence Academy, a school with an academy behind it, getting some of those tougher games on the schedule. It's something Coach Woods has talked about before of you can play a team's that you know you can beat and you can get the wins and that's great, but at the end of the day you want to play some of those better teams and see how good you are and see where you need to improve at. And uh, it's been a concerted effort between you and him to try and get some of those games on the schedule. How important is that out of your coach and, and uh, out of your program? Well, it's it's how you get better. Uh, iron sharpens iron is what we say. And uh, if you want to if you want to get better, you got to play better better people. And uh, you know I think we're fortunate in a lot of our sports. Uh, not to digress, but you look at at baseball and how good the Park Region Conference is. I mean, those teams just beat on each other the whole year, and and boy, by the end of the year, we got teams in this. What did we have three, four teams in the state tournament last year just from our conference. So, you know, we're we're blessed in the Park Region and in sports like volleyball and and baseball where. Everybody has been so good, and those programs have been so consistent that you don't have to necessarily go looking. Now, hockey's a different deal. I mean, it it's you sometimes you got to go looking, and the, the fine line of that is you have to have numbers, and uh, you have to be competitive to go and find those games, and you have to be able to offer a JV. So we're we're really at a good spot right now. We're we're offering a JV team, so we're an attractive team for those teams to play, and they look at us and go. You know, you got 10 seniors, you're a pretty good team. So, uh, you know, we've been able to get the Cambridge Isantes, the uh, Providence Academy, the Proctors, uh, um, you know, some of these some of these better better teams. You know, we're not we're not quite at probably the War Road Roseau level yet, but, uh, you know, going to get get those better teams when we have a better team. And, you know, when the, the part of a small school is you ebb and flow. So when you don't have those numbers or you don't quite have that kind of team, then, then you got to kind of throttle it back. So it's, it's a really a balancing act and it's, it's great to have a coach kind of in tune to where everything's at. And looking onto the basketball court now, talking about the girls' basketball team, they start the season 2-0, and get a couple nice wins. That's a team that uh, got some experience under their belt from their young players, get some players back. I mean, what's uh, what's the pulse on uh, girls' basketball right now at Wadena Deer Creek? Sure, and I, I've been really excited to watch the girls over the years. Of course, uh, this is the first year I don't have a daughter in the program in a long time, and I, I've got to watch – coach Cress up from his first year and kind of grow and he's just an outstanding coach and um, you know I look for great things from the girls this year um, you know I think I didn't get to watch them last night uh, but I know they had a, a real nice game against Staples Motley and a, a pretty big win um, and then uh, went up to Pine River and, and got a close one uh, I think getting Maddie Carstens back is just a, a huge asset to the team uh, she's been out the last two years with with some knee issues and bad knee injuries so she's worked her tail off to get back in the in the in the mix and she's an outstanding athlete with an outstanding work ethic and she's someone that can take over a game so it was really cool to me to see 
her first game in two years, she was a leading scorer up at Pine River. Well, I mean, that's that just doesn't happen, you know. So uh, really looking forward to seeing what she can do. And then she's got all the weapons around her. Um, Peyton Gravel has had two outstanding games. Um, talking to Coach Cressup last night, she's averaging – uh, 17 and a half rebounds. Wow. Now I'm a wrestling guy, but I know that's pretty good. So, uh, she's had a, a great start. And of course, Montana had six threes last night, Montana Carson and, um, uh, Addie Gravel, of course, was our, I think she was our leading scorer last year. So, um, lots of weapons, lots of athleticism. And, uh, I know, I know that they're going to do great things. They're really an athletic bunch. So, and the the kind of athletic, that scrappy lunch pail girl, whatever uh, and uh, whatever term you want to use for them, it's kind of been their identity in recent years, and just uh, kind of taking on that identity of Coach Cressup and, and what they want to do. I remember last year getting a big win against Barnesville at the end of the regular season. Um, just what are you looking forward to out of uh, from kind of that program that takes a, another year in development? Well, yeah, I think uh, when you when you look at what coach was expecting versus what he what he had last year is he was expecting Maddie to be there and of course she hurt her other knee in in volleyball so he had to kind of take a whole new approach as he started the season and last year we had seven seniors and they were great great girls outstanding academically outstanding workers but you didn't really have that that uh, superstar, so to speak. And the team didn't really have a, a superstar last year, so they had to really do things right and play good defense and, and work hard every possession. Um, like like you said, they, they're lunch pail girls. They brought their lunch pail and went to work. And um, now, now this year they've got that mentality of we've got to play great defense and we've got to work hard. And But now they, they've got that or those kids that maybe are that, that – star so to speak and you know and I know coach Cressup and any good coach is not going to just feed the star feed the star because then that's easy to stop but um, you know they, they've got that person that or persons that can take over the game so uh, it's going to be a, a fun year for them I think. And now moving on to boys basketball, they got their season started off on the right foot, uh, a win over Staples Motley, and uh, that's another program with a couple young kids that are looking to uh, to kind of take that next step with uh, Coach Toomberg and company. So what's uh, what's the pulse on that team? Yeah, I you know, and I, I'll just say, I mean, anytime we can we can beat Staples, that's always a big deal. And, <laughs> Um, you know, maybe I'm saying that because I'm an old Staples guy, but, uh, you know, yeah, it was a great uh, game last night and a, a good way to get started. You know, um, when you look at the, the boys team, uh, one thing that maybe stands out a little bit is we don't have a lot of size. We don't have that six five six six kid inside. So uh, we're going to have to shoot well. We're going to have to rebound well. Uh, the the development I'm looking forward to is I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Teshi Lore and and Peyton Church take that next step. They are they are kids that have played now. I mean this is their third year, uh, but their second and third years as starters as juniors and uh, uh, they love basketball. They work hard. It was great to see. I think Teshi had 24 last night, and Teshi's a, a smaller guy. I think he's five six maybe. But he's jacked. I mean, he the kid can jump through the gym. He's got a silky smooth shot, and he's fast. And so it's fun to see him running up and down the court. And then, uh, of course, Peyton, too. Uh, Peyton is, is a longer, leaner, 
type kid, but he's worked really hard on his game, and it's fun to watch him kind of trying to bang down low a little bit, and then he'll pop out and shoot a three. So I'm looking forward to seeing those two develop, and then you know all the players around him. I thought Isaac Common had a had a great game last night, especially defensively, and then um, Nate Peterson and. Uh, Philip Ross, I, you know, that's a that's a nice core to build around. So looking forward to seeing them take the steps that they need to take. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, they have some big goals in the park region. So we'll see how we can do. And we, we toughen that schedule a lot, too. We've got uh, Perm and DGF on the schedule, West Central area. So some we, we need to start taking those steps with the talent that we have. So. And, yeah, I mean, taking that next step, working on that next uh, part in the program should be a a very competitive Park Region Conference this year. So uh, is that something that's on uh, that you think about as an athletic director? Like, uh, hey, this team's got a chance to, you know, maybe not not going to make any predictions in uh, December uh, 3rd here. But, uh, you know, uh, is that something you look at and say, hey, we should be able to be towards the top in this conference? Well, I mean, certainly that's what you're trying to build for every year. And I, I think... Uh, you know, I, I like you said, I, I think parity is going to be the word in the park region just from, from my perspective. I think I think Henning is, I mean, they've had a great program, and I, I think they're going to be pretty darn good. Um, you know, New York Mills is a team that was in the section finals last year, but, boy, you lose a Tate Olson and, and all the horses that they had over there. So I, I think parity is kind of the word. I think I think every night you got a chance to win in the park region, but you also better bring your A game. So it's it's going to be a fun ride this year in the Park Region Boys Conference. And I think the girls, too. I think the girls will be a, you know, the, you know Henning, Monaga have been kind of a little better than the rest of us. But, you know, I, I, I think that that gap is getting a little smaller. And I think those games will be getting a little more competitive. And um, I think that should be a fun shootout, too. So I think the Park Region is going to be a lot of fun to watch this year. I think... Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of parity and, you know, a lot of you don't know what's going to happen. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can just keep getting better and knock off a few of those and, like you said, finish up towards the top. And now last uh, sport to talk about here uh, is Nordic skiing. It's the year two of that program. Uh, Coach Olson uh, leading the charge on that one. And uh, uh, just what are the expectations in this uh, in, in this? Uh, second year of the program, I know it doesn't look like it, but you mentioned it uh, earlier. Uh, they've gotten a, a, a meet in already. Yeah, they did. We had we had snow. Um, yeah, they were over at uh, Detroit Mountain. I think last Saturday, if I recall, or uh, the date escapes me. But anyway, uh, one of the exciting things that happened over there is we had uh, two in- individuals in uh, Grant Nelson and Bjorn. Uh, Brunsberg, who made it to the finals of the meet, which that's a big step for our program. So we're just looking to continue to improve, to continue to offer kids opportunities. You know, we're still kind of at that mostly a JV type level, but now we had we had kids make the final heat out of I can't remember how many, but we were in the top 12. Which you know, when you look at Nordic ski, it's it's uh, Bemidji, it's Moorhead, it's Brainerd, it's St. Cloud, Little Falls. So we're pretty small to even offer this, but we're excited to give our kids a chance. And uh, a lot of these kids are are, uh, are cross-country kids, kids that haven't been out for a winter sport. So now they're they're getting to wear a WDC on their on their shirt when they're competing again in the winter and representing our school and our community. And, and we think that's a good thing. And um, it'd just be interesting to see that, that progression and, and how we get better. And uh, 
We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant. Norm, just trying to think. I think that's all the questions I got for you. Is there anything else uh, about the winter sports season uh, that you want to touch on before we let you get out of here? Yeah, uh, you know, the only thing, we didn't mention dance, and they had their first meet last night, and I have not seen the scores yet. They were over at the uh, HOL conference over in Frazee. Uh, coaches, Maddie Johnson and, and Jamie Hahn, it's, it's fun to see Maddie's got her goals and team goals are all written in the auxiliary gym. And uh, they, you know, if you've never been around dance, those girls have to work extremely hard. And it's a really aerobic sport. So you see them really working and sweating. And so I'm looking forward to seeing, um, you know, Maddie's got a great dance background, having been a dancer at uh, NDSU and Aiken perennial state champions and it's fun to see the energy and the excitement she's brought to that program so I'm I'm looking forward to see how they did last night and I apologize I don't have the results yet but uh, you know they started their season and uh, we're looking forward to good things from them too. Another busy winter at Wadena Deer Creek uh, in terms of athletics and trying to capitalize, uh, trying to build on the momentum of a, of a strong fall sports season, carry that into the winter as well. We're talking with Activities Director Norm Gallant. Norm, thanks so much for taking the time to stop up and have a nice uh, chat with us here. And uh, we appreciate you coming on the program, and we look forward to checking in with you as the winter sports season uh, rolls along. You bet, and thanks for the coverage, and look forward to listening to games all winter long. More Wolverines Weekly after a quick timeout here on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly for our first episode of the winter sports season. We're having our first conversation of the year with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Walm. Brad, welcome back to the program. And uh, just uh, uh, just uh, if you can, give us a little bit of a scoop on, how, you're, on how, how your outlook for this season is. I think the outlook is looking pretty high for the Wolverine uh, squad, uh, especially compared to years past. We... Uh, I don't think in, we can hide behind the uh, we're a young team anymore. Our de- kids are definitely older, more mature. And uh, last night we had our first competition, and they definitely proved that they are ready to wrestle. And, you know, you mentioned that this is a, a group that's another year older. They got some good experience last year. What is the makeup of your team? Kind of what does it look like by grade? How many upperclassmen, how many underclassmen? What do you like about uh, kind of the age of this team? Uh, we got four seniors and three juniors in the starting lineup, and anytime you can do that, that's a huge thing. Uh, then we've got some, uh, you know, some sophomores and some freshmen that have wrestled quite a bit of their lives that are, you know, filling in some time. So they'll be they'll be seeing varsity mat time, you know, mixed in with some JV mat time. But uh, it's nice to finally see we haven't had a senior in the last or since I've been coaching that we haven't had a senior, um, which is very rare. So it's a have these kids be the punching bag for the last few years and now be these upperclassmen that, you know, are stronger, you know, more mature. Um, It's fun to see that. So getting some seniors for the first time ever, Coach Wallum, how important is that for your program just to be able to have those leaders on the mat uh, as well as you with the coaching staff? It's absolutely huge. Uh, In the practice room, they are definitely leading the charge. Um, Even at our first duel the other night, uh, it's been great having them in the corner doing pre-match routines it really helps helps um you know take a little bit of burden off our shoulders and our seniors range in ability we've got two seniors that have wrestled their entire lives 
And we have two seniors um, that have had very little mat time. One is back to the sport after taking like five years off and another senior who's only got one year of experience. So it's been really, really good, and they have been doing great. Um, our numbers have been huge this year um, across the board. From 7th through 12th grade, we've got roughly 38 kids in the room, and just having four seniors that are good and willing to work with those younger kids when a coach can't um, has been very nice. And you guys had your first meet of the season on Thursday night. That uh, was in Wadena uh, against uh, a, a Border West and Rozo. Uh, how was that? What was your takeaway from uh, that first meet? I I can't be uh, more happy, more satisfied with how we wrestled. Uh, early in the seasons, always tough. Kids making weight the first time. You know, we had kids not make weight, which you know is always disappointing, but. I don't get too upset because that first time cutting, especially after having um, Thanksgiving one week ago, is even more tough. Um, but they wrestled really well. Border West is in the tw- top uh, 12 in the state. They're ranked number 12, which is pretty solid. They'll be a section contender this year. And we wrestled them tough. We didn't back away. Um, you know, we had to forfeit a couple weights. Uh, we didn't have to, but just for our best interest, we did. But they, whoever went out on the mat, really, um, really wrestled hard. And then Rozo, um, we did kind of, we mixed in some different kids on the varsity lineup. Um, Rozo's a younger team, so we just kind of threw in some of our younger guys in a different order. And again, they really wrestled well, especially for this early season. You know, I don't even focus on scores. That's always my philosophy. This early season wrestling, it's all about just finding a baseline and then just going from there. And our kids, really set themselves a high baseline for the season. And you also having your first, uh, having that first night, now you get ready for the first tournament, and you guys are going to be in a little bit familiar uh, area here, again, having it at the Wadena Deer Creek Middle High School. Just give a little bit of a preview uh, for that and uh, just what you expect out of your team. Um, this COTS tournament that we host here on Saturday the 3rd, is, is not a slouch tournament. It is very tough. There's always great quality teams, and our, our kids are going to have to show up and wrestle. Um, they're going to experience what it's like to wrestle three, four, even maybe even five matches in one day is like. That can be a lot. Uh, you're going to be in the gym for eight to 12 hours. You know, you said, um, those tournaments can go a long time. So they're going to have to um, not only be physically ready, ready but it's a, it's a mental game um but i'm excited i think we're ready to you know improve on that baseline like i talked about earlier and you know another thing is that it gets to be at the wadena deer creek middle high school that first kind of big tournament kids get to be at their home school how important is that and also how great is it to be able to have uh parents be able to come out right away and support these kids on a on a busy saturday oh it's great uh, i welcome anybody from the community even if you're not involved with wrestling Stop in at the high school and check it out. It's a fun atmosphere. Um, the kids are super excited. That man, they've been talking about it since before the season started. Um, it's fun to have it right away out the gate, and they kind of get a little taste, get those nerves and butterflies, you know, under control before we start traveling on the school bus to other places. And last question for you here, Coach. Now, uh, another year under your belt in this program. You've taken over Wolverine Wrestling now for a couple of years. And and how do you feel like you've come along as a coach? And just what are your expectations for yourself coming into this season? 
Um, I guess I, I've kind of broken it down into stages, you know, so stage one, my first two years, well, we just had low numbers. We didn't have a lot of veteran kids. So um, I had two two goals in mind. Was first was just recruit, 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 um, you know, and not stealing basketball players from Kevin or hockey players from Scott. Uh, it was all about just finding kids that aren't doing anything. Hey, let's get you let's get you doing something. Um, wrestling, great. Any other sport, you know, great. But just get doing something. And so far, that's working. Our numbers have grown, and there's always strength in numbers. And then, um, and then, since we had such low numbers those first couple seasons, it was just getting the most out of the kids you have. Um, you know, you can't. You can't really do anything about your low numbers at that point. So just who you've got in the room, you get the most out. Moving into this season, I kind of like to think of it as like a stage two. All right, our numbers are starting to grow. We've got some veteran kids. So these older kids, now that we're going to have to start separating, we're going to have to push them to the next level and then bring these um, younger kids, you know, and just kind of repeat this process. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wallum. Coach, welcome back onto the show. Thanks for coming on, and I look forward to talking with you throughout the season and getting to see uh, how this team grows throughout the year. Yeah, thanks, CJ. I'm excited, too. The Cots tournament, a big one for Wadena Deer Creek as they're the hosts. It's at the middle high school, and they're probably getting ready for the first set of matches as we speak, with it about to kick off around 1030, those first set of matches and don't forget on kwad around four o'clock this afternoon we will have the finals of that tournament so more wrestling action for you later this afternoon on kwad and streaming live wadinaradio.com now we move on from the mat we're going to the rink to check in with the wolverine hockey team on wolverines weekly we're having our first conversation of the season with head up boys hockey coach Scott Woods and coach you guys have had a few games underneath your belt but uh, just tell me what do you think of your team early on well it's been nice it's what we expected we we knew we'd have a a good opportunity to have a nice season this year we've got a, a lot of veterans that come back we have 10 seniors um, we've got four juniors that come back and we've got some nice sophomores that you know we've watched over the years to know what complement our team so um you know, we, we pretty much knew what we had coming back. It was just a matter of whether or not they'd perform early on, and, and they have. They've, uh, I would say the guys have shown up the first couple games and played well. And you had that first game of the season up in Proctor. That was a 7-4 loss. Then you played North Shore in two harbors. We got eight goals in that one, winning 8-1, to one, and then played on Tuesday this week, beating Morris Benson area 6 nothing. Uh, in those first three games, the thing that uh, just stands out to me as a casual observer, uh, uh, averaging six goals a game, uh, pretty darn good. Is that something you're expecting out of this team is goal scoring this year? Yeah, it was. There, there's no doubt. We figured this year that was going to be a big piece of it. Really, in that first loss, we, you know, we 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 had hoped to be healthy right out of the gate, and we happened to be down three seniors already. So that 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 the biggest thing that affected us there was, you know, because we had scrimmages and done some things to get ready, but it really threw off our power play, and that game happened to have a lot of penalties. It it didn't have the feel of a, you know, of a dirty game by any means. They just called it really tight. So missing a couple guys on the, the key unit is what what threw us the most. There was power play goals and penalties. Uh, shorthanded goals both ways and you know that would have been a fun game to I'd like to play them again you know <clears throat> just to have that chance again but they were a good team and played well but yeah it, it without a doubt we had um, 
we had known this was coming. We were putting up, you know, a fair amount of goals last year and, and knowing we returned our top 10 scorers from last year, which is pretty rare to have happen. They, you know, the hope was they would only take a step forward and they have done that. They, you know, and again, we played that first series without one of our top forwards uh, who had been injured and then he returned for the Morris Benson game. So really it was nice to see putting up those points without him in the lineup and then adding him back just makes us that much more dynamic up there. And you talk about bringing all of those guys back and the uniquely good situation that uh, it brings for your team. Uh, what's kind of the message been like uh, uh, to your players in these first couple weeks as you're getting ready for the games and finally getting into them? Kind of what is the bar that you've set for them and what's the bar that they've set for themselves this year? Well, I think this group being as competitive as they are, I think it's set pretty high. You know, they have they have a lot of high expectations. Um, and you can see it like in some things on our schedule as well. Like this coming weekend, we're going to play Providence Academy as a top 10 team. They've won their first two games. We know that's going to be quite a challenge. Um, we added Cambridge Isanti later in the year. They're supposed to be, you know, a first or second seed in their section come the end of the season. They just beat St. Cloud Cathedral last night. Um, I think just those things alone show that, you know, we have a good team and, and we're willing to, we don't need 25 wins against teams that we can beat all day long. We're, you know, so that's one thing for sure is just that we picked up other games knowing what we have coming. And I think for the guys, I, you know, they didn't um, necessarily write down a specific goal, but they would love to win the conference. And I definitely think this is a team that can contend in sections and, and have a shot at uh, maybe, maybe going all the way and making the state tournament if things go our way, you know, there'd be, Things have to go well for that to happen, no matter what level your team's at. You know, you've, you've got to have the right bounces in the playoffs and such, but their expectations are definitely high and, and hope to, you know, have quite a few wins and contend in each of those things. And as you're uh, kind of going through the first uh, couple games of the season now, uh, we talked about goal scoring. Is there another area of this team that you have uh, saw in the first handful of games that you uh, were surprised by, or is there maybe something that you say, you know, we got to try and work on this as we get through the first handful of games? Well, surprisingly, no. It's been, you know, we, we did make a few adjustments. You know, we moved some guys around when we had those guys out of the lineup, and, and the, probably the only surprise is just adjusting a few guys like MJ Lundy's a has played really solid back on D for us as a guy who played way back when, and now he's been a forward for so long. So he was probably the only surprise as far as transition. We asked him to play there for a game to help us out. He played so well that we left him there. Um, and the, the part that's not a surprise is a lot of our returning veteran defensemen have played really well too. We've just been solid back there. We've got five senior defensemen right now. Um, we did move a Jagger Pettit, who's, who's played for us forward and back. He was probably the only other surprise, not real surprise to me, but maybe to the fans a little bit. He had a couple goals the other night, and, and we see that. He's got good offensive upside. So that's probably the only thing that we've done that's maybe a little bit surprising is flip a couple guys around. But again, our decor has, has played really solid, and then and Gunner, you know, Olsen's our goalie that's, that started all three games, and he's played really solid in the net, too. And the first game was a little tougher. They had a lot of power plays, and um, but he's really been rock solid back there and especially in this last game it's probably the best game I've seen him play. Now getting ready for this game that's coming up uh, Saturday you're in Providence Academy uh, going to take on again like you said a, a tough team. Uh, what are you looking for in that matchup? What's kind of the game plan to try and go forward and get the win? Well I think the big thing there is we just we can't have turnovers. Those mistakes that you can get away with in certain games just can't happen. You know they've got a couple guys one in particular that's, that's a, a heck of a player. I mean he's 
he's going to put it in the back of the net real quick if we're not careful with him. But they've probably got, you know, two guys in their first line, two guys on their second line that can put up a lot of points. So they have reasonable amount of depth. They're not real deep after that, but um, we just, we've got to play well. We can't make mistakes in our own end. And then we've got to capitalize when we have chances. They're, uh, they're a team that's going to score a lot of goals, but, but they, uh, you know, they certainly are susceptible to give up some goals. Our defensemen are, are decent and their goaltending is decent, but it's not uh, all world by any means. So that's, that's kind of our hope is that our offense can uh, help us put a few away and, and have a chance there. So, you know, again, if we can just play well enough in our end, have good goaltending, um, and then just capitalize when we have chances, should be fun. It's one of those things where, to me, it's not a high-pressure game. It's, we picked it up on purpose to go play a quality team and just kind of see early in the season where we stand against really good teams. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head hockey coach Scott Woods. Coach, great to talk with you again, and I look forward to uh, getting to follow along with this Wolverine hockey team as the season goes on. Good luck in your match, and and uh, best of luck throughout the season. We'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, and thank you again. Once again, we we appreciate this coverage. It's fun to have this for the for the kids to get it out the word out there and have everybody kind of see what's going on in Wolverine sports. Great to catch up with Coach Woods again on this Wolverine hockey team who had a nice season the year prior. Uh, but even talking with Coach Woods last year, he was uh, uh, obviously uh, very excited uh, for this year's crew once uh, once last season ended and looking forward. And now that time is here. So Wolverine hockey should be another fun winter with that. We're going to take a break. And when we come back on Wolverines Weekly, we're going to head on over to the basketball court and talk with coaches Kevin Toomberg and Jordan Cressip on the boys and girls teams. Stick around. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg off his team's first win of the season against Staples Motley. Hey, Coach, welcome back to the program. Hey, CJ, good to see you. Good, well, good to hear you, I suppose. I can't see you, but it's great to be back. Uh, it's hard to believe we're already at this time of the year, but it's fun to be back into uh, basketball mode. Yeah, and you guys got that uh, big win over Staples Motley to start the season 1-0. and What did you like out of your team in that first game? Yeah, you never know. Uh, coming into new seasons, um, first games of the year, uh, when it's both teams' first games, you never, uh, you don't really have any film. There's not much for scouting reports other than who players were last year and whatnot. Um, so it's always kind of an interesting, just a fun uh, matchup to always start the season. And last night, things kind of there were times where things were really going our way, and there were other times where it was really going Staples' way. Uh, and luckily, our guys were able to get some key stops late in the game, and uh, we were able to sneak away with a win. And now as we look into that, like you said, everybody's still kind of trying to figure out who they are. There's not a lot of tape on uh, on either team, but as you guys uh, had the couple weeks of practice and now your first game, what do you think uh, the identity of this year's Wolverine basketball team is going to be? Uh, one thing that people are going to see when they come into our gyms or when they have film on us or talk about us uh, is we want them to talk about how fast we are, fast and athletic. Um, we have a lot of athletic and basketball-skilled dudes uh, that can get up and down the court real quick. Um, so one of our big focal points this uh, kind of preseason practices have been uh, a lot of conditioning and just pushing the tempo. Uh, we want to be kind of a, a fast, up-tempo team. Um, last night, uh, unfortunately, Staples made some uh, 
made some baskets and they had some pretty athletic dudes that were able to play solid defense against us. So we weren't able to really get get out in transition like we wanted to. Um, but that's going to be one of our big focal points is that we're when teams are coming to play with Dina, uh, they're going to be after after running shoes on and be able to keep up with us. And just talk about that with uh, being a running team and uh, and uh, being playing that up and down style, uh, trying to outrun some of these teams. Uh, who are some of the players that you're looking for and say, hey, to do that, these guys are going to have to be on top of their game? Yeah, and luckily this year, uh, not that we haven't had in the past, but this year we have a lot of depth with a lot of guys that are are able to be skilled in that in this offense um, with flying up and down the court. Uh, you know, we got our, our main leaders back with Teshi Lohr and uh, Peyton Church. Those will be kind of our two big, big dogs as far as offense of production goes. Um, but seniors and Isaac Common and Phil Ross, uh, both those guys being back can get up and down the court. And we have a ton, ton of juniors that are able to contribute uh, with Lyric Haug and DeAndre Hammond, um, Simon Krecklau, Nathan Peterson, and there's several others, uh, along with Kobe Snyder, who's a sophomore, where I think we're about nine or ten deep of guys that can just get up and down the court and go, go, go. Um, so not only are we going to be in good condition, shape, uh, but we also have the depth that some of those top guys can get a breather here and there when they need it, um, and then we're not really going to take a big drop-off. And as you're looking at that depth and trying to see kind of who fits uh, into that puzzle, every coach is a little bit different. You know, some guys want maybe uh, their their varsity team to consist of five to to eight players. Some want maybe five to ten, uh, maybe even more. I, I know early in the season you're still trying to figure that out. But where's your ideal spot for uh, how many guys you want getting minutes in a competitive varsity game? Yeah, you know, when it comes uh, at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, I should say. Um, you know, as a, as a head coach, we got a lot of guys uh, with the new season. Like I was listening up, I think they're, like I said, on our roster, we have 16 guys. Um, and, you know, really all 16 could contribute and help. Uh, but when it comes down to, to, you know, those crunch time, the crunch minutes, um, you know, you always kind of have your, your go-to five guys. But I do think as the season's progressing, and like you said, we're going to have to try to match, mix and match some lineups. Um, but I think as things go People probably see us running about anywhere from like that seven to nine or ten guys deep. Um, obviously, each night, each matchup uh, will kind of change some of that stuff. Where you know maybe on one night we kind of only go six or seven deep, where the other nights we can go nine or ten deep. Um, so a lot of a lot of that will be based off matchups. But um, you know, as a head coach, I'm feeling very confident that any one of our guys, one through 16, could step in and offer us valuable minutes. So it's one of those things where it's kind of just a mixed-match game for now uh, at the beginning of the year to see kind of who can offer us what um, and when their services will be needed and just to make sure that they all understand that once their number's called, they, they're expected to come in and contribute and um, you know fill their role on the team. And coach, you mentioned uh, earlier about uh, a couple guys who you expect to be uh, leaders on the floor in terms of uh, production, and whether it's defense, offense. But who are some of those guys too that you're expecting not uh, only to help out in the production, but also guys who are going to be those those player leaders, those guys who kind of keep everybody, uh, you know, keep everybody in check and keep everybody uh, humming together. Who are a couple of those uh, guys who are really going to lead this year's Wolverine team? Um, one thing that we have, uh, I think, are on the court. The most kind of vocal leader, I'd say the top two, uh, would be Isaac Hammond and Teshi Lohr. Those are two guys that, uh, if you come to our gym and you watch a game, 
you'll see those two kind of being the leaders on the court, talking and um, getting after guys if they need to be and hyping up guys if they deserve it and whatnot. Um, but one of the guys that might arguably be our best overall just vocal leader uh, that guys will listen to, guys respect, uh, is a senior by the name of Nicholas Briggs. Uh, Nicholas has not really played uh, much for many minutes as far as varsity goes, uh, but he is one of those guys that all the kids kind of just gravitate, gravitate to. Um, he's sending me mess- He's already sent me about 10 messages this morning of things that he thinks we should work on in practice. And um, He's just one of those all-time leaders, and he's, uh, he's a captain for us that guys just respect him, and he's one that is not afraid to, whether it's uh, a Teshi Lord jogging back on defense or somebody else, he's not afraid to let them have it as far as what should be expected. Uh, so Nicholas Briggs is one of those guys that uh, he'll probably be our behind-the-scenes um, main leader for this team. And how important is that for uh, for you to have as a coach, knowing that you know you have you and your staff and the players look up to you guys, respect you, listen to you guys, but also to have those guys on the court who can send that message too? Oh, it's huge. I mean, we we talked to the team early, and I've told them over and over that, you know, if, let's just pretend it's a, a conditioning drill or a rebounding drill or whatever in practice where it's one thing for any of us coaches to harp on them and get after them about something. Um, but at least it means a little more when the players are doing it. You know, co- oh, coach is just after me again if we're yelling on the box out. But if all of a sudden now one of their peers is the one leading and yelling at them, oh, shoot, I better start boxing out because I don't want my buddies mad at me. Um, so I think it's huge. Uh, we really try to instill that in our team, uh, try to tell these guys, these leaders, these older kids that you guys get after them. We don't have to get after them every day because they're going to, as a team, they're going to respect each other a lot more for it, and I think we're going to get a lot more out of it as well. Talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Uh, coach, thanks so much for coming back onto the program. Look forward to another great uh, uh, basketball season, getting to talk with you on the progress of uh, these Wolverines. So thank you for coming on, and we'll talk to you again next week. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you. Coach Toomberg there giving us some insight on the Wolverine boys basketball team. Now why don't we check on the girls team? On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. Coach Cressip, welcome back on to the program. You guys are 2-0 and to start the season. How does that feel? Yeah, it feels good. It's a good start to the season. You know, the girls are working hard, and um, they bring a lot of energy and, and competitiveness to, to practice, and um, it's kind of rolling over into the games. And so, um, yeah, good start. And in these first kind of couple games, and as you've been seeing this team in practice now for a couple weeks, uh, what do you think is the identity, or at least what do you think will be the identity of this year's Wolverine girls basketball team? I would say the identity of this team is is just um, getting after it defensively. Um, we got a lot more quickness this year, so so pressuring um, other teams' offensive players, getting in passing lanes, forcing turnovers and then getting the ball and running and going, um, playing a, a fast-paced style of basketball where um, we can have really anybody um, score or really anybody you know take over inside, outside. So um, just a team that, that really relies and depends on each other for whatever it may be. And now as you have a couple games underneath your belt to kind of figure out uh, uh, kind of how you guys fit into that this year, how fast are they picking that up and getting into that system? Is it going to take a few weeks, or do you think they've jumped in and are right where you want them to be? Yeah, yeah, so far so good. You know, we've, we've had that emphasis um, for, you know, the first couple weeks of practice here, and they're catching on pretty quick. It's a pretty, pretty good group, group of girls who 
um, are coachable and understand the the things that we want to try and do, and they're bought in. And obviously, there's there's a lot lot to work on um, and a lot to still fine tune. You know, we're here in week three, but uh, you know, so far so good. They're they're picking up on things and um, you know working hard at it. And as you saw in these first couple games, who have been a, a couple players or maybe a couple performances that have stood out to you uh, in these first couple matchups? Yeah. You look at um, our our post player, Peyton Gravel, eighth grader this year. She's taken a huge, huge step um, from last year. Um, I think she had 11 points, 21 rebounds on Tuesday, and then last night, 20 points and 14 rebounds. So um, she has really, really stepped up so far this year and uh she's been a leader for us already as an eighth grader you know and she she brings it all the time whether it's practice games no matter what um really pursues rebounds and takes pride in in doing all the things that it takes to win whether it's scoring rebounding um defending the other team's best interior player um you know she's she's had a great start to the year and then um you know i i, I look at a few of our other guards too who are are hitting shots are are uh, attacking gaps, you know, attacking closeouts and, and finding their teammates for, for open shots. You know, we've been shooting the ball pretty well so far. So, um, and that's been a collection of, of different players. And um, I feel like defensively our, our guards are, are getting after it. And we're uh, working on finding some, some bench players to uh, help us out. What do you think are some things that uh, your team is going to want to work on as you kind of try and get everybody back underneath their feet into basketball shape and, and get ready to go? Yeah, um, there's always there's always a lot to work on. Um, I would say defensive positioning. Um, I would say rebounding is is always something that we got to work on. A little bit smaller team overall, so we got to have some guards ready to to defend the post and guards ready to to help us out on the rebounding side of things. Um, we need to find some some bench players that are are ready to contribute. Bench players who don't have a whole lot of varsity experience, and so. You can't really teach experience. That'll kind of be a um, as we go thing. You know, we, we just got to get them in games and get them that experience. And um, then I would just say, you know, just getting this team used to used to playing with each other and and playing a bit of a different style. Um, that's always an adjustment, but uh, they're taking things head on and and listening and and doing things the right way. Last question for you, Coach. To get those first two wins of the season, get a couple under your belt, get that confidence, how important is that early in the season? Yeah, it's it's very important. It's very important. Um, put a, a good first couple weeks there together. Um, like I said, we have some different pieces, um, different pieces of the puzzle that we're trying to you know fit together. Uh, Maddie Carsten's uh, back after a couple years being gone, and, and she's just hopped right in and um, – and playing aggressive and, and, and leading the charge defensively. Um, but she's also, you know, she's, like I said, she hasn't played in a couple years, so um, we're getting used to her, you know, in the fold, and others are getting used to her her playing. And, um, you know, we're just uh, we're just doing some, some good things. We're playing good team ball right now, and uh, we just got to keep that up. Talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join back on the program. Good to talk to you again and look forward to uh, another good season talking about your team. Absolutely. Thank you, CJ. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadenaradio.com.